<laughs> All right. Well, hello and welcome. Welcome and hello. Today is Thursday, which means that it is vlog day. And yeah, yeah, I got a nice vlog for you guys. It's going to be a long one today. Unlike last week, everybody seems to like the long vlogs. I think this one might go a little bit long. I'm going to do my best to like streamline it just a touch, but it might go a little bit long. Right at the top of the program, we're going to have some announcements, some news, some advocacy stuff of course, then we're going to have, uh, I'm going to skip getting to know, oh, come on, come on, stop, stop. I'm going to skip getting to know Grim Green this week. I am going to have beer and retro vaping and shout outs and first impressions, and then we're going to wrap it all up with uh, my favorite comments of the week, but uh, yeah, welcome. Welcome to the vlog. Any new viewers to the vlog, if this is your first vlog, you picked a good one because I have a feeling this is going to be just a fantastic vlog. Anyway, first thing on my vlog notes, it says more imposters. So there's people, lowlifes I like to call them, that go around the internet pretending to be other people. And in this case, they're pretending to be youtube people. There's people who have impersonated Matt. There's people that have impersonated Vaping with Twisted 420. There's I'm assuming there's people who have, uh, you know, pretended to be indoor smokers, and there's people out there who pretend to be me, and they will email vendors from a, a fake email address, not a fake email address, it's a real email address, but it's not my email address, and it's usually something like therealgrimgreen at gmail.com, or in this case, grimgreenvapes at gmail.com. So, I got a message from Brian on uh, from Brian from Vapor Shark and the great thing about this one is I was talking to Brian live via video chat while someone was sending him this email and he read it like an hour later and uh, <laughs> he posted this up on Facebook and he CC'd me on his reply to Mr. Imposter and it says uh, I want to hey Grim I want to introduce you to an imposter that emailed us emailed us about an hour after we spoke yesterday he must not be too bright most likely he's just a little boy that has no clue how the world works and doesn't understand that what he's doing is actually illegal here's his address if you'd like to press charges talk to you soon hey Mr. Impersonator an hour before you sent this email to steal my goods theft by deception this is what Nick and I were doing, and we were on uh, a video chat. And yes, it is illegal. It's theft by deception. So vendors, I, I, I feel like I put this out there once about every six months. If you get an email from me asking for stuff, it is not, not, not me. First of all, my email address ends in at grimgreen.com. And second of all, I do not message any vendor or any manufacturer out of the blue asking for anything to review ever. I have never done it in the history of Grim Green Industries and I'm not about to start now. So if anybody is soliciting you for free stuff, not me, nope, not me. You can email me directly, nickgrimgreen.com and uh, sort all this out. Talk to me officially in an official capacity and not an at a Gmail account, which is, come on, just why are why do people I don't understand why do people have to be shady why did this guy get the great idea I'm going to create grimgreenvapes at gmail.com and message every vendor and Brian from Vapor Shark wasn't the first one there was like four other vendors that all emailed me vendors that I talked to not on a regular basis but we have exchanged emails we are familiar with each other they would forward me these emails and be like, hey, uh, is this you? And I'm like, nope. GrimGreenVapes at gmail.com is not mine. I tried to email GrimGreenVapes at gmail.com where the original email came from. 
uh, uh, the email address has been shut down, unfortunately, because he was going to get a very strongly worded but mostly polite email um, asking him to just stop being a scumbag. Just stop being a scumbag. Anyway, moving forward in the vlog. That's messed up, man. That is a messed up thing to do. IMO. Anyway, uh, a lot of people keep asking me, uh, when are the Grim Green Vape Mats going to be in stock? We got them in stock. We got all the Vapor Threads back in stock. This is just a, a quick self, uh, self, uh, what, I don't even know what to call it. Uh, what, why can't I think of this word? Self-indulgent? No, not really. Anyway, shameless self-promotion news tidbit. We got Grim Green and Grim Army Vape Mats in stock on the Namor Juice site right now, as well as all of our t-shirts, as well as Grim Green snapbacks, as well as Grim Green beer glasses. So if you're interested in any of that stuff, go. I'll have a link in the description, namorjuice.com slash vapor threads. It's all there. It's all there. Do uh, free shipping. It's all there. So if you're interested, for those that are interested, it's, it's there and it's good and it's in stock. The Grim Green snapbacks. I actually need a new one because I've been wearing this one so much that it's sweat. There's like a sweat band right here. I was dumb enough to wear this to Disneyland out in like the hot baking death sun and the sweat band started like expanding to the brim of my hat. It's gross, but it's just the most comfortable hat I have, but it's still gross. Anyway, um, a lot of people keep asking about the Smoke Tech, Smoke Tech TFV8. Um, don't have one. I, I don't know that I'm going to review it ever because I simply don't have one. I've looked around online to purchase one. I mean, even though... Everything in my, every fiber of my being says, Nick, don't buy another sub-ohm tank. This is one that people really want to see, and I'm kind of interested in it myself. I don't have one. Don't have a Smoke Tech TFV8, and uh, I went to my vapor store, and they're sold out. I went to Vapor DNA, and they were sold out, and then I and then I gave up, and I went, bah, okay, well. So I might try to find one to buy one online to review or at least try and see how it goes, but uh, as it stands, no. Don't have a Smoke Tech TFV8. So, uh, la- one of the last things I want to talk about: uh, VCCPA Kevin Skipper's event, uh, vaping convention circuit. I almost said Philadelphia, Pittsburgh. VCCPA is going to be in Pittsburgh. I am going. Matt and V are going. Uh, Ruby Roo is going. Uh, Ruby Roo's husband Josh is going. It's going to be. A really fun event. I'm not working at this event. I am just going to be vlogging as well as hanging out, having vapes, talking to people, trying new stuff, trying new juices, promoting advocacy, doing a whole bunch of stuff. It's going to be a really great time. Pittsburgh is a very cool city with really good food. That's the one thing I remember from Pittsburgh. I had the best poutine of my life in downtown Pittsburgh, like maybe three or four four blocks away from the event center, but good times. Uh, I'm really excited to get back there, and it should be really, really fun. So I'm going to post a link in the description to vapingcc.com. You should all attempt to attend because Kevin just throws really great events, and they're always very advocacy-focused. And speaking of Kevin and advocacy-focused, I'm going to post a link down in the description again this week. Kevin and I do a show every Friday morning at noon East Coast time, so 9 a.m. on the West Coast, noon on the East Coast. It's about an hour long. Uh, It's me and Kevin and Jay, and we just talk advocacy. That's all we talk about for one solid hour is advocacy. Anybody is welcome to come and join the chat, ask any questions that you might have, 
all we do is talk about advocacy. It's it's really great. Kevin is a very, very smart guy. Uh, when it comes to advocacy, we don't always, uh, you know, all three of us always agree on the same things. And that's what's great is is having this like marketplace of ideas where you can you know, change people's minds and, and you get you get new information. You go, okay, well, I never really thought about it like that. Anyway, fun show. It's good times. And uh, I'll be posting a link down in the description along with like a bajillion, literally a bajazillion other, other links in there. So um, on to more important things. That was all kind of fluffy stuff, I guess, at the beginning. On to more important things. I got a couple subjects I want to talk about. Vapor Blackout 2016, awesome. It was great. But what happened during Vapor Blackout 2016? And I don't know how this happened. I don't know who started it. I don't know who did what. I don't know what did what. Instagram has flagged all of our advocacy hashtags, including tobacco free, including power to the people, including vaping saves lives. All the hashtags that we were using for Vapor Blackout 2016 are all magically suddenly flagged by Instagram, and you can't use them anymore. You can use them, but it won't show you the search results. It'll show you the top posts, and then it says there are you know 15 other 15,000 other posts with tobacco free, but these were flagged by YouTube or by Instagram users as they may not be appropriate for our community guidelines and. I don't know. I don't know. It's easy to put a tinfoil hat on and be like, oh, well, that's just, we're just really ruffling the feathers of people. And it was, it was our competitors and it was the antis that were going through and flagging all these tags. And I don't know why they would flag power to the people. That's nothing that's completely vape related. I mean, it's certainly vape related now, but it's not completely vape related. They just all got flagged, and so this was this has been well over a week now, and they haven't come back. Sometimes they'll flag them temporarily just to review it and be like, okay, well, this is all fine. Release that hashtag to be used again, and I know this is such a dumb millennial like 2016 thing to say, but hashtags are actually really important when you're trying to spread advocacy messages on social media. You can click on vaping saves lives and be taken to all the posts that have used vaping saves lives. Vaping saved my life is flagged. All these hashtags are flagged. I don't know when they're going to come back or if they are going to come back, but it's a shame, man. That means we just need to fight harder. We need to change our approach a little bit. Um, Mecca 101, shout out Mecca 101. You've been doing a great job with advocacy on social media. He's been using some new and different hashtags like vapor saves lives. That one's still good and it's got, you know, already a couple hundred users. So we just need to keep it going. We need to keep the awareness up and the advocacy high and it, it's it's going to be an uphill battle, but we can't, 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 can't can't lose sight of the goal. We can't lose focus. There's a lot of people that are really, really angry and I see it in my YouTube comments and I see it on Instagram and I see it on Facebook. What we need to do is channel that anger, channel that energy into something constructive. Anyway, so that that's a thing. That's a thing that happened. Um, we have, starting tomorrow, exactly one month until August 8th, 2016. August 8th, 2016 is like the D-Day. It's the apocalypse of the vapor industry. After August 8th, 2016, 
no new products, including juice, including hardware, including tanks, including anything related to vaping, cannot come out. It cannot be released. All your products have to be out before August 8th. I have some plans for products. Everybody has some plans for products. But more importantly, we have exactly one month to continue this this steamrolling of advocacy that has been happening, uh, supporting H.R. 2058, supporting the Cole Bishop Amendment, calling senators, calling representatives, sending written, handwritten, stamped letters to our representatives, going to august8th.org. I just did it again today. august8th.org is the easiest thing you can do, and you can do it multiple, multiple times, and you get everyone you know to do it multiple, multiple times. And it still bums me out because... Look, I'm not on a witch hunt here. I'm not getting pitchforks out, and I'm not naming names. But there are a lot of people in the vaping industry that have very strong voices, very loud voices, and they are not using them for advocacy, and it is driving me insane. It is literally making me insane. When I see people that don't care about advocacy, I think that they, they're already checked out. They already have an exit strategy. Me, I don't have an exit strategy from vaping. I'm going to fight for vaping until we can all vape safely and legally and so I can keep my goddamn business open and so all these business owners can keep their businesses open and so all these hundreds of thousands of smokers have safe, accessible access to life-saving vapor products. I just posted a post on, posted a post, that was redundant. I just made a post on Facebook uh, just on Tuesday that was uh, hundreds of shops in Indiana are closing. Hundreds of shops in Indiana are closing. I absolutely feel bad for the business owners and shop owners, and I absolutely feel bad for the vapors and smokers of that state who are having their access to life-saving vapor products stripped away and limited because of this this governmental bureaucratic short-sightedness collusion ah that doesn't make any sense and just it, it it gets on my nerve at the the very deepest level and just annoys me constantly anyway there's i'm sorry i don't mean to get so ranty here i don't mean to get so ranty here I'm going to wrap this up, uh, this opening part up with one last thing. A lot of people have been emailing me. This seems to be a trend now of universities, colleges, college universities banning the use of tobacco as well as vaping on their campuses. And people are pissed off. And rightfully so. Vaping is absolutely less harmful for you than traditional tobacco cigarettes. I don't think that they should be banning either of them, but that's just the weird nut job libertarian in me. But... College campuses, universities that you pay money to go to, those are private organizations. So they are well within their rights. As much as it sucks, they are well within their rights to make rules and laws that they see fit for their private organization that you pay money to go to. It's no different than a restaurant. And if you go to a restaurant, and one of my favorite places down here in San Diego, Ironside, they don't allow smoking or vaping inside. And I go, yeah, this is your business. This is your for-profit business. And if you don't want your customers vaping or smoking inside, then absolutely, that is your business. You're allowed to say, I don't want vaping or smoking in here. A university is the same way because you are paying money to go there. That is their business and they can make those rules. As much as it sucks 
They are well within their rights to do that. I didn't go to college, believe it or not. I know. Shocking. Shocking. I did not go to college, so I don't know how the hierarchy bureaucracy of college works. I don't know if there are petitions or protests or something you can do to educate the the leaders or the dean or whoever's in charge of stuff like that and hold a, a, a rally or a protest for saying vaping is 95% safer than tobacco cigarettes. We shouldn't be, you know, dissuaded from vaping, from bettering our health. This is public health. And I don't know what you can do. I didn't go to college, so I don't know what you can do. But I do know that the universities are well within their rights to, to make these rules regarding their business, regarding their campuses, the properties that they that they encompass, if that makes any sense at all. And I know it sucks, but yes, they're they're like any other business and they're well within their rights. So I'm going to wrap this. I'm going to wrap this up, but uh, we're going to continue to talk about advocacy until, like I said, we can all vape uh, freely and safely and legally. So don't forget to contact your senators, representatives. H.R. 2058 is crucial. Cole Bishop Amendment is very, very crucial. And donate money or the right to be smoke free lawsuit. I've donated money. It's just it feels good to donate. Huh? <coughs> wow. It feels good to donate money. And speaking of donating money, I still have that Axis Vapes M17. Um, I talked to Ruby Roo about it because we actually want to do it on the Culture of Clouds podcast. So that's where we're going to be doing the giveaway. And it's going to be for the Axis Vapes M17 uh, Stabilized Wood DNA 200 mod. There's going to be a full line of Lane Cove in there as well as Epiclouds juice as well as some other goodies. Some stuff that hasn't even been released yet. Super secret atomizer. Wink wink but yeah we're gonna do that and that is going to be a a raffle it is going to be a fundraiser for the right to be smoke free lawsuit the big large lawsuit they've combined this now with the nickel pure lawsuit so it used to be two lawsuits that were like this big and now it's one lawsuit that's like this big think about that but yeah big big old lawsuit going on so we're going to be raising money for that let's uh let's get into some vaping stuff let's talk real quick about what i have been vaping you know my camera's been acting weird it that whole uh rx 75 video uh was out of focus the whole thing was out of focus and i didn't even notice i got a little viewfinder over here can't tell if it's in focus or not i think i'm in focus right now Looks like I'm in focus. I don't know, but that whole thing was out of focus. It really bums me out. So what I've been vaping, let's just start off with this. This is, let me get my other, (laughs) I have two sets of log notes. If anybody's interested, I do. I have two sets of log notes. This is the Sylvan USA mod. We're going to be talking about this in the first impression. So I'm just going to breeze over it right now, but it is a single 18650 75 watt temperature control stabilized wood mod from Asmodus. As far as I know, uh, they're making these in very, very limited editions. So it may not get a review, but it will get talked about probably a bunch in the vlog because I've really enjoyed using it. Nautilus mini tank, 18 milligram mad mix from Poorhouse in here. This is just if I leave the house, this is absolutely going with me. We went to a Padres game this last weekend. Fantastic time. Took this with me. Went up to Disneyland a couple weeks ago. Fantastic time. Took this with me. We got to dinner. Fantastic time. Take this with me. This has just become one of my leaving the house go-to vapes, and I literally love it to death. 
Mm. That throat hit is just uh, just wow, so satisfying. Um, additionally, Craving Vapor Hex Ohm V3 with the 24 millimeter Sub Zero RDA on there, and a super, ooh, super super secret juice. This actually represents the last of my super secret juice. In fact, this may be the last time I can get these coils wet. I thought this bottle had run out, and there's, I don't know, maybe like four drops left in there. Let me uh, let me assure you that it is delicious. This is a 13 wrap, 22 gauge around a three and a half millimeter post. I have it running at something on the Hexome, and it's just great. The Hexome has adjusted taste, which I love. I just turn it up until it feels right, and then that's that's where I vape it. It's great. This Hexome V3 can fire a lot lower than the other Hexomes could. It's got an on-off switch on the inside that I just saw, so I thought I'd mention it. Um, it's been uh, Dude, it's been really freaking awesome. Good. Oh, it's good. Oh, it's good. It's good. It's good. I'll have links in the description to literally everything I'm talking about. Um, another super, super secret juice. Sorry. Sorry about all the super secret juice. I know it gets dumb and annoying. This is the same one I had last week. That is the lemon cream macaroon flavor. Got this rockin' on the Rig Pig, which I've had for a while. I might actually do a review for it very soon. Uh, Roughneck version 2. This is a... I just dripped, so it's going to be juicy. Wow, it's not even that juicy. Hmm, interesting. It's interesting when you bleh your juice, and then you look at your coils, and they're not as wet as you thought they would be. And you kind of go, hmm. I really thought those would be a lot more wet than they currently are. Anyway, uh, this is a this is a series build. So this is a Fuse Clapton. I don't know what is that? An eight wrapped dual twenty eight gauge core with forty eight gauge over it. All Canthal build. This cap won't go on here now. Anyway, this uh, this uh, rig pig has been pretty freaking pretty freaking awesome. Don't want to spoil the review. It's been pretty freaking awesome. And that juice is, oh, it's just made of dreams. Rocking the Relo uh, RX200S. Still hanging in there with that Eagle Tank, man. I like this a lot more than I thought I would after re-wicking it. It's just been really stellar. I have a stainless steel temperature control build on here. Set to 460 degrees, 73 watts, 0.2 ohms. This tank, I have been just filling it and filling it and filling it, and it's been fantastic. I got uh, Milk Plus in here. I love the vape I'm getting from this. Just love it. I want to try more spaced coils. I want to try spaced stainless steel. In fact, I might do a spaced stainless steel temperature control coil build tutorial because the few times I've had it, it's been really good. I need to do it a couple more times before I feel, you know, comfortable talking about it. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Stainless steel temp control build. Who would have thought? Grim green, whatever. Performance is good. Flavor's good. The temperature is nice and warm and it's not really doing that like ramp up cutoff thing that stainless steel does in drippers and tanks. It seems like it uses a lot more of the juice. So I don't get that like steep, steep uh, temperature control drop off. There it was a little bit. 
I guess there it was a little bit. Um, no big surprises here. Noisy Cricket. Noisy Cricket comes and goes, but it always comes back. You know what I mean? This is the red one I bought from VapeNW.com. I have the stainless steel uh, 22 millimeter Sub-Zero RDA on here. Crispy cap on top. This is a Fuse Clapton series build, same as the Rig Pig. This has the upgraded... Uh, you know, Noisy Cricket kit from uh, Fat Daddy Vapes, which I'll be linking to down in the description. It just makes the Noisy Cricket like 800 times better, in my opinion. Oh, it's good. That's a caramelized banana from Epiclouds, which is literally, I mean, it's just one of my favorite juices of all time. Lastly, 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 is this lastly? Nope, this is second to lastly. Axis Vapes M17, this is the one I bought that's the triple six, and I got, so, uh, 528 Custom Vapes sent me some, uh, you know, anodized caps for the goon. In fact, he sent me two other goons that I have to give away, a copper one and a stainless steel one, and a bunch of these, like, color matchy-matchy caps on here. This is the aluminum cap. It looks cool on this mod. It kind of matches the green on the inside. I really like it. The color's not really doing it justice, but... I like it. I put a brand new Fresh Fuse Clapton build on here at 0.15, and it's been awesome. Now, this juice I'm vaping is called Fresh Vapor Liquid Kiwi Berries. And look, it's not in a childproof cap, and it's not. It's definitely not in a certified cap. It's just this kind of like shampoo bottle, like travel size shampoo cap, which is convenient for dripping, but is not really childproof. Uh, dear Fresh Vapor Liquid... Please get childproof caps. Sincerely, Grim Green. But with that said, the juice is actually quite, quite delicious. It heavily, heavily reminds me of uh, Fuse from Dynamite Liquids. It's got that like strawberry apple peach flavor, even though this is called Kiwi Berries. It, for some reason, it tastes like Fuse, and I can't separate the two. Maybe I need to try Fuse again. So I go, oh, well, it's not that similar, but. As it stands, my recollection of Fuse, it tastes a lot like this fresh kiwi berries. Just love that goon airflow. Just love that goon airflow. So lastly, I have just been rocking the hell out of this Stride VR80, that acrylic hemo looking mod that's 60 bucks. I turned the screen purple. And I absolutely love it. Got a K-Fun version 5 on top. Fuse Clapton on the inside. Lane Cove Mai. This has just been one of my favorite vapes. I have filled this tank probably five times just today. That's how much I've been using this. It's uh, 40 watts. It's a .33 ohm coil. It's, uh, it's, it's fantastic. I mean, this is just an overall fantastic vape. That restricted lung hit of the K-Fun version 5 is so nice. The flavor of the Mai in this tank is so nice. And the form factor and aesthetics of this mod are just so cool. I've been using it like crazy. It's great. So like I said, we're going to skip over getting to know Grim Green this week. Don't worry, I will do it again next week. A couple people have been emailing me some pretty interesting questions that I'd like to get to. But we already covered a lot. Universities and, uh, and uh, ooh, pardon me, where did that burp even come from? Imposters, restock stuff, 
stuff I don't have, VCCPA, Instagram hashtags, um, HR2058, Cole Bishop Amendment. Uh, what are we going to do now? What are we going to do now? That's right. Let's get over there to the beer section. Right, we do have some contest winners to announce later on as well. But right now, we're gonna spend some time with my good friend that I call Beer. So I bought this beer from Trader Joe's recently. This is the 2016 Stone Bastards Midnight Brunch, and I don't know anything about this beer. All I did was read the description on the front of the bottle that says "Depth Charged Double Bastard Ale, aged in bourbon barrels and maple syrup barrels," and I went. That sounds delicious. It's not even on Beer Advocate or anything yet. The only information I could find was at arrogantbrewing.com, which is their website. It has a big, long descriptions talking about evenings trying to forget the crushing mediocrity of one's life are typically the main driver to late night breakfast plates at unforgivingly overlit diners stacked with industrialized frozen dump-in-a-fryer food. Tells this whole story of this beer. Anyway, the basis of that is it, it is their double bastard beer, which is also quite good, um, aged in bourbon barrels and Ohio maple syrup barrels. Oh, it just sounded so good. It just sounded so delicious. I am a fan of Stone. I like their beers. I like them as a company. I, they have two or three. Well, they've got some facilities down here that I frequent, and we go there, and we eat very delicious food, and we drink uh, stone beers. And damn you, Stone, for having corks on freaking everything. Let's do this. Ooh, one motion, right off. Awesome. Yeah, it smells uh, whiny. This is a very high... Oh, the cork's on the ground. Yeah, I'm sure I'll find it later. This is a very high alcohol i think it's 12 percent alcohol yeah 12.7 percent alcohol boom roasted the highest alcohol i'm just going to be pouring this uh not over my keyboard into a grim army style uh tulip glass or a grim army tulip style glass i always mix that up which unfortunately may never be back in stock on the site because supplier issues 12.7% is high alcohol. It's not the highest alcohol I've ever had, though. I was in UK for UK Vape Jam, and I was hanging out with Diego from Vape Map, who is just a wonderful, wonderful person that I love uh, wholeheartedly. And we ordered some beer, and I wish I could remember the name of it. Diego, hit me up on Facebook if you remember the name of this beer. It was 26% alcohol. Beer, 26% alcohol. I had one, and I was... Good to go. They serve you a tiny little, like, snifter portion. It's like, you know, a three-second pour. And they're like, all right, good luck. Here you go. Me and Diego drank it. Uh, it was silly. We just, we, we, got, we got a little bit silly that night. But all in good fun. And Diego's a good guy. So here we go. Aged double bastard, aged in bourbon barrels and Ohio maple syrup barrels. That just sounds freaking delicious. Cheers, everybody. It's so, okay. So right away, here's what I get. Here's what I get right away. 
It's very boozy. This is a boozy beer. It has a very strong alcohol content, obviously. And the first thing that happened is those alcohol vapors kind of went up and out my nose. You get some serious like bourbon barrel aged flavor. I haven't quite got to the mapleiness, although it's probably just lending a little bit of sweetness to it because it is a sweet beer. It's not very carbonated or effervescent, but it is nice and smooth. It is very kind of sweet up front, but once you can get around that alcohol in it, it it's a very alcoholy. I mean, 12.7% is a pretty high ABV for a beer. Yeah, it's just, uh, it's just, wow, it's just good. It tastes, you get a lot of that bourbon barrel aged flavor right up front, followed by the sweetness, all intermixed with that sort of quad, you know, not quad, but uh, stout uh, flavor and alcohol in there. It's good. This is, you know, this isn't going to be my daily banger beer. I'm probably not going to buy another bottle of this for a while because there's so much beer out there but this would be a good one like if i'm out at a restaurant maybe here in san diego and i see wow bastards midnight brunch on the menu yeah let's let's do one of those let's have that this is a, a beer that i will definitely uh, force uh, ruby roo to drink because she's like oh stone beers are so dark and while that's mostly true i really feel like this is a really good dark beer i have no idea what to pair this with let's try two things first let's try milk plus milk plus and this beer might get along just just swimmingly i can already feel myself gonna burp ready i'm gonna cut it out See, like no one even would know. I burped like 16 times in between those cuts. Milk Plus from Bonsai. Bastards Midnight Brunch. Let's give it a shot. Hmm. Respectable. I mean, that's a, that's a decent little... That is a decent little beer pairing right there. My second choice is going to be the Caramelized Bananas. I have a feeling this is kind of like a a more rich, caramely flavor. I donut pounder would go fucking amazing with this. <sighs> oh well. Can't can't have what you don't have. I'd have nothing right now set up with donut pounder anywhere. I don't even have a bottle nearby to drip, so we're gonna go with Epiclouds caramelized bananas and the bastards midnight brunch. Let's see how it goes. So much better. Oh, Lord. That is a really good vape pairing. That is a really good vape pairing. But the, There's other juices that I know would go much better. But for right now, my purposes right now in this pairing, caramelized banana with the Stone Bastards Midnight Brunch. Wow, that is a mouthful to say. Stone Bastards Midnight Brunch and the caramelized banana going together very well. Yeah, it's good. Wow, that is a really good pairing. Well done, Stone. Well done, Caramel Banana. I'm going to continue to enjoy this beer. This is probably all I'm going to drink of this beer tonight because I don't want to get annihilated on a weekday. I mean, yeah, sure, I work for myself. Yeah, sure, I can do whatever I want. But really, I'm an adult. I'm a grown-ass man, and I don't need to be getting annihilated on a weekday. Plus, I have to get up early and go to the gym tomorrow. So, you know what? I don't want to go work out on the little elliptical machine while I'm hungover. That would be ridiculous. So 
We're going to wrap up this beer segment. That was absolutely delicious. I have a bunch more beer just waiting in the wings to go. I might do another simple beer. The Miller High Life went over really well for the beer pairing segment. So I think I'm going to try something like Takati. Oh, pardon me. There was a burp. Like Takati or Dos Equis or PBR. PBR might be the next like normal dude, like normal beer that I try in the segment. I think that would be just awesome. But right now, let's get to some freaking shout outs already. I got a pop filter now for my microphone that I've been using, but it it seems to take up a lot of space. Like if I move this off, look how much better that is. You can see my t-shirt, Mark Moots. You can see all this stuff. And then I bring in this pop filter and it's like the obelisk from fucking 2010, a space odyssey. I feel like I'm I'm talking into a giant thing that's like taking up like 80% of my camera. I don't know. If, if, as long as it sounds better, then I don't care. I also have my microphone on this kind of moving thing so that when I move over here, like when I'm reading the shout outs, like we're going to do right now, I'll actually be able to, you know, we'll actually be able to hear my voice instead of having it be over here and then you can't really hear my voice or me having it like this. I'm going to actually pivot this to get the optimum sound. So if you see this moving throughout the vlog, just know that I'm doing it for a reason. I'm trying to get that optimal sound level for everything. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. So let's get to some shout outs. I have a couple that I wanted to do. Um, A lot of people have been emailing me like uh, custom firmwares for things for the For the Relow, for the RX200S, for the 75, for the Joytech Evic, for a bunch of these devices. Most recently, a fellow named Tobias, you are definitely shouted out. He sent me some custom firmware for the Relow RX200. These are all available on, what is the website? Custom Vape Firmwares or Vape Custom Firmwares or CustomVapeFirmware.com. I'll put a link down in the description, but absolutely thank you everybody, including you, Tobias, Tobias Funke, um, for, uh, that's not his last name, that's a character from Arrested Development named Tobias as well. Thank you everybody for making custom firmwares, I think that's just cool, I I love it when I see people rocking custom, like, you know, Grim Army, or, uh, you know what I want to see custom firmware for? HR 2058. Let's make that into a custom firmware. Let's make uh, hashtag vaping saves lives into a custom firmware. Let's make, this would be the most boring firmware of all time, Cole Bishop Amendment <laughs> into, a, into a custom firmware. But absolutely, Tobias, you are shouted out. Uh, I do have a birthday from a fella named Nathaniel. Um, let me quickly find this email. Where are you, Nathaniel? Oh, there he is. All right, Nathaniel Chan. Here's what you get. He writes to me and says, Hey, man, my name is Nathan, also at the Vaping Chef 94 on social media. I'm waking you, I'm waking you, hoping to get a birthday shout out by your next vlog. This was a little bit of sense of urgency on this, so that's why I'm reading it. My birthday is July 8th, which is actually tomorrow. This might be the first random birthday shout out that I've gotten on time. Anyway, boom. Uh, July, August 8th, I'm turning 21. I should have sent this sooner, but I was hoping to scrape by. I love the vlog. I also keep vaping mill plus. I work for Bonsai Vapors up here in Washington state. And I was stoked a couple weeks ago when I heard you shout us out. Beer, metal, and vapor all around. Keep it up, man. Absolutely. Nathaniel, Boom. Bump it. Oh, you can see the refresh rate of my monitor on my fist. Boom. 
bump at Nathaniel. Happy 21st birthday. Uh, if you drink or you plan on drinking, go out, get hammered, and uh, please stay safe. <laughs> please stay safe. So I have another shout out to do for a fellow named Roman who goes by Damflyan on YouTube. He sent me an email and he's going to be doing a series of videos that are uh, like uh, basic build videos. Like his first one is how to do a Clapton wire. And the great thing about these videos is he, I believe, is from Germany, but there's no talking in the videos. It's just get your wire. He shows you the wire and it says use this wire and then get your drill and bend the end and put it in the drill and then and do your Clapton. And it's 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 kind of universal. And he's going to do a series of these videos to kind of just help people out with building and they're universal. So it's worldwide. You don't have to speak German to watch this. I watched his whole video. It's only two minutes long on how to build a basic Clapton wire, not like a fused Clapton or anything, but just basic Clapton wire two minute long video you just read the text you watch the you know you watch the video and it's cool so absolutely i'm going to post a link in the description to his first uh video in this series the clapton wire but definitely uh damp flying you are absolutely absolutely shouted out i hope you keep up the videos because they were very cool um got another shout out to do here uh craving vapor john so craving vapor john is he's a good guy. There's a reason why I made Grim Army Hexomes to stock on the site. It's because I like the mod, I like John, and I like Craving Vapor as a company. So John the other, this was like a week ago, and I don't talk to John very often, um, but he email, he texted me like a little over a week ago, and he's like, hey, is this still your address? And he sent me a picture of a, pa- uh, like a, you know, like a shipping label. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's my address. He's like, I'm going to send you something. And I was like, oh, okay. And I'm thinking in my head, like, what the hell? Like, you already sent me a Hexome V3. I don't need anything else. Just don't, you don't need to send me anything else. He's like, don't worry, it's not vapor-related. And I'm like, John, the owner of Craving Vapor wants to send me something that is not vape-related. So today, the package showed up, and it didn't have his name on it, and I was very, very confused. And I'm like, what is this FedEx package? I have no idea what it is. So I rip it open. Inside is a brand new PlayStation 2, which, you know what? These are cheap, right? You can get them. You can buy them online for like 30 bucks nowadays, right? I'd mentioned in a vlog earlier that I really wanted to get a PlayStation 2 so I could play Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 and all the Tony Hawk games and like maybe Mortal Kombat or Mortal Kombat Armageddon or whatever the cool one was. And he had an extra brand new in the box PlayStation 2. Brand new in the box PlayStation 2. That is insane to me. So I got it and I'm like, who the hell sent this? And then I remembered, I thought back and I went, John. So I texted John and I was like, hey, John, did you just send me a PlayStation 2? In fact, I can read you the exact I can read you the exact text. I was like, John, did you just send me a PlayStation 2? And he's like, what? And I said, you jerk. This is awesome. Thank you. And he said, lol, I accidentally left two other Tony Hawk games out, so you'll have another one later. He sent me all the Tony Hawk games. All the Tony Hawk games. 
It was after the vlog the other day. I had an extra brand new in the box PlayStation 2 under my bed. He happened to have a brand new, and it's not like the slim ones. We're talking about the fat, fat, big PlayStation 2s, the exact one that I used to have, that I used to play like Dead or Alive. I should buy Dead or Alive. (gasps) Remember that game, Dead or Alive? That was a great fighting game. I'm going to buy that game for sure. And he said, I'm just hoping everything works. Um, I don't even know if new TVs will accept these old connections, but you're very welcome. Um... And there was a, a, a handkerchief included with Star Wars on it that his wife had, had made and wanted to give to me. So I, I got that as well. It's very, very cool. John, I talk about the, the Hexome all the time. I don't, I mean, I talk about John. I'll talk about Craven Vader. I'll, you're shouted out. Just let's make this brief now that I've told this long story. John, bump it. You're shouted out. I have been enjoying Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 4 as well as Tony Hawk's Underground 2. Tony Hawk Underground 2 and Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 4, they're just fantastic. I actually had to go online and buy some composite cables so that I could hook it up to my newer TV. I have a newer Samsung TV that I use as my monitor. It's like this big 35-inch monster on my desk. And uh, there's no HDMI thing for the PlayStation 2, so I had to use, like, uh, the, the, the yellow, the white, and the blue, uh, the yellow, the white, and the red, and it works, and I hooked it up, and it works, but it just looks like a blurry train wreck, and so I'm going to get some component, component cables, component cables, uh, pardon me, from Amazon, and hopefully it will look a little bit nicer, and I can play it, and I I wasted, this is a bad idea, this is a bad idea, because I wasted like at least two hours today when I should have been working, I should have been working on label design, I should have been working on emails, I should have been answering comments on YouTube, but instead, you know what I was doing? I was playing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 4, relearning how to play Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 4, but uh, but anyway, let me get to let me get to at least one more shout out. So that one's long. Let's do this one. This one's longer. So let's go back to the other one that was just long. Anyway, fellow named uh, Zach writes to me and says, "Hello, my name is Zach, and I've been watching your channel since I quit smoking about two years ago. I want to let you know how important vaping has been in my life, and request a shout out for a relative that has finally that." Finally was able to quit once I introduced him to vaping in your channel, but I know you're busy, so I'll just let you know how vaping has changed my life, and hopefully it will reaffirm how important what you do really is. I'll desperately try to keep this short, as I am sure you have a lot to do. You did not desperately try to keep this short. <laughs> so, let's, let's, let's get into this, Zach. So to start, I started smoking when I joined the Army in 2009. I can't even remember how many times I'd tried to quit. At my peak while on deployment, I would smoke three packs of cigarettes a day. Ha! A day. Afghan Mahiwans, which I believe are just rolled up arsenic. When I returned, I started having problems with PTSD, and I continued the three-pack regiment along with heavy, heavy drinking. Right after I hit rock bottom, I picked up a Camry 101 and a Patriot RDA at a bike meet in Hollister, California, along with a recommendation to watch your videos. I was stationed in Monterey at this time. And even with my shitty knockoff batteries and terrible coil building skills, it changed my life. 
I left the military on good terms, likely because I suddenly gave a shit about life once again, in November 2014. Since then, I've started making my own juice and spread free juice and gear to anyone that is willing to quit. While most of my veteran friends who have left the service are drinking away the pain, I managed to keep my own demons at bay while wrapping coils, wicking cotton, and mixing up juice in my lab. I have my moments, but I know my life is dramatically better now than where I was headed. My uncle's name is Dr. Ebert. Oh, Dr. Ebert. I just upgraded your uncle to a doctor. He's it's not, he just not even in this email. I just said Dr. Ebert for some reason. My uncle's name is Mike Ebert. And after having blood clots in his lungs almost kill him, he finally took me up on the offer to change to life-saving vapor products. If you could do a shout-out for him, it would really encourage him to continue as he has only been vaping for about six months. On July 5th, 2014, I threw my pack of camel menthol smokes on the ground and stomped them. I threw them in the trash and never looked back. Thanks for all you do, Zach. Absolutely. Zach, you are shouted out. Your uncle, Dr. Mike Ebert, is shouted out. I don't know why I threw the doctor on there. I, like, literally have no idea why I did that. That is ridiculous. Anyway, absolutely, Zach, you were shouted out. Absolutely, Mike, the uncle, you are definitely shouted out. Keep going down the path you're going. It sounds like you. Uh, it sounds like you're you're focused and you know what you're doing now, and that's just uh, fantastic. And absolutely, obviously, this goes without saying, but thank you so much for your service. So yeah, that's gonna wrap up this uh, shout out segment. Uh, there's there's one more, but we're gonna save it for next week. I promise we will get to it next week. What I'm going to do now, after beer and after shout-outs and after I'm already getting just a touch loopy from this beer, we are going to do some first impressions. I actually have a pretty solid amount of first impressions to do this week. The first one up is going to be this new... So this is the Phenotype... What This is the new Phenotype Mini, although it's not called the Phenotype. It's like the Phenotype S. I really probably should have looked this up. I just literally built on this today, but we're going to actually look up the real name of this atomizer. No, it's not the Phenotype L. It's the new Phenotype. What's the new Phenotype? LS? This is the Phenotype LS. Yes. This is, I'm over 18, twistedmesses.com. Phenotype LSRDA by Anarchist Aria built. This is basically a solid vapors design uh, put out through Anarchist uh, built by Aria built. And it's basically a mini version of the old Phenotype. It's got the same exact airflow, which is to say, sorry, it's a huge amount of airflow. It's got a same two-post deck design with big ovals in the post holes. It's really small and compact and kind of short. It's got uh, the same, you know, everything about the phenotype except it's shorter. Um, I did notice some wonkiness with the posts and the post holes. The posts and the post holes are very squared off. And even the cuts on the inside, there's no bevel to them. So when you're pulling like Clapton's or Aliens through it, that kind of, you know, it feels like a record player. It's like, because there's hard edges there that your Clapton's and Aliens are going to kind of rub up against. That was really my only challenge in building it. I've tried it on all the airflow settings so far, full open down to one little hole and... A lot like the Goon, a lot like the original Anarchist uh, Phenotype LRDA. 
I like it with two airflows holes open. This is a dual fuse Clapton on here. It came out to 0.5, so this is like a series build on here. I'll probably end up throwing this on something like that tugboat or throwing this on something like the noisy cricket. Anyway, I have it set to 90 watts, which is giving me about 7 volts right now. It's giving me... 6.7 volts right now so it feels a lot like a series build i don't know why i decided to do this so i'm using glacier banana and don't get me wrong glacier banana great flavor right it's a great flavor i love it i love this flavor and it just doesn't do really well on hot hot high voltage series builds. The mint and menthol in this juice is just overly intense. You get like, it's like winter is just going into your throat hole. That's just what it feels like. It's so cold and cool and refreshing. Maybe that's why I did it because it's summertime, but Glacier Banana is an intense juice on a series style build like this. I love it. I actually really like this vape. Um, so far, the Phenotype LS has been fine. Um, the flavor is overall much improved. Even if you open up the, uh, even if you open up the airflow all the way. Let's open up the airflow all the way here, Grim Green. Full open airflow. It's just, it's like nothing. Wow, just totally open. Just clouds, bro, clouds. Even then, the flavor's okay. The way that they improved the flavor on this is they shortened it. So anytime you can reduce the chamber that your wicks and wire are in, the air chamber that that is in, you're going to get better flavor. Anytime you can reduce it this way or reduce it this way, you're going to get better flavor. That's why those Mason RDAs that I reviewed last Tuesday, they just don't have good flavor. And I know people were flipping me shit saying, oh, well, I put Fuse Clapton's in mine and mine have great flavor. No, they don't. They don't have great flavor. Objectively, they cannot have great flavor because the chamber on the inside is so big. Put that Mason RDA side by side with like a Tugboat version 2 or a dot mod petrie and you will see you will uh, objectively see that the flavor is far better i'm not saying the mason had terrible flavor it has fine flavor it had okay flavor but it wasn't really good flavor and the way that you the way that you get really good flavor is you reduce the chamber on the inside a lot of it depends on your build as well of course claptons infused claptons will give you much better flavor aliens will give you much better flavor than just a round wire build but also reducing that chamber on the inside will give you much better flavor this is why i get better flavor out of my 24 two millimeter sub-zero than out of my 24 millimeter sub-zero because the chamber on the 22 is much smaller smaller less air in there flavor right into your mouth so this with two airflow holes open nice small chamber on the inside it's giving me some solid flavor also just i mean so many clouds bro clouds for days um I'm going to put a few more builds on this before I feel comfortable doing a review. I did run into some problems, like I said, with the harsh edges of the posts. They're really squared off, and on the inside, they're just cut, and like there's no bevel or anything to them. What I would have liked to have seen is on the inside posts, just bevel them out a little bit so when you're pulling or pushing wire through them, that don't catch a lot. It just 
catches. In fact, I had some Claptons that I was kind of forcing in there and it just pulled the Claptoning off my coils because those edges are so harsh. I did finally get a nice build in it and it's working great. And like I said, the performance and flavor are top notch, but those harsh edges on the edges, oh, there's still plenty of juice on here. Those harsh edges on the posts makes it a little bit finicky to build with. Um, I'll post a link in the description over to twistedmesses.com. 65 bucks for the stainless steel, I believe, and black is 70. So yeah, there you go, 65 and 70 bucks. So vape budget hands, this is designed by uh, Solid Vapor and Omboyo C, which obviously joins my really good friend, so I'm gonna be nothing but honest about this atomizer. I don't like the post holes. I mean, if I'm just if I'm saying it, I don't like the post holes. How are the O-rings on the bottom? See, these are things I need to test. Oh, the O-rings are actually pretty good. O-rings are actually pretty good on the bottom. Dual O-ring on the bottom. Very nice. Um, so far, so good. You know what I mean? I'm going to put some more builds in here, and I will report back. Like with all my first impressions, I need to spend a lot more time with this guy right here. I'm rocking it on the Anarchist Solara DNA 200. This is like a match made in heaven, and I keep saying this. But next week, I am going to review this. Mark my words, next week, I will finally reveal, review this Anarchist DNA 200. I've had it for long enough. I just need to do a review on it. I've been using it like crazy, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's good, okay? If you see me something using a lot, using a lot, like the Noisy Cricket, I really like it. It's really, really good. I've been using this a lot. I don't know. You'll have to wait for the review. This is like verbal clickbait right here. I don't know. You'll have to wait for the review. So far, it's been good. So far, Atomizer's been good. But I will report back later after I've put it through some proverbial and literal paces as to, you know, how it holds up in the real world. God, I just love vaping so much. So next up, I got this uh, directly from China. This is the IPV400. Now, I just, I feel like I just reviewed the IPV5 and this is kind of the next version of that, I guess. This is the IPV400 and it's got this kind of stylized swoopy look to it. I think it looks kind of cool. It looks kind of science fiction-y. It's much smaller. The IPV5 was like, wide this is much smaller still dual 18650s in here it's got a much smaller tiny little screen on here still bright as the sun i mean pioneer for you they love their bright screens um, i'm still getting used to this board one two three four five this is the oops i just turned it off well i was trying to see what board was in here now it's got to boot back up IPv400 and one, two, three, four, five. Power mode version. What version is this? So this is the Yeehee SX330. Yeehee SX330, which I'm not sure if I've used before, but I have the Armor Mini tank on here, which I did talk about on Monday. It's a very, very solid tank. I have it set to 51.4 watts. It's a point. 0.2 ohm coil. It's giving me 3.3 volts, and that's a nice little sweet spot for this tank. Form factor is really nice. The quality doesn't feel high. You know what I mean? On some of the IPVs, the quality feels nice. On the IPV, the quality of the IPV5, quality felt very high. On this, it feels eh, like a little, eh, little bit down in overall quality feel of it. And I don't know if that's just due to like this matte uh, stainless steel and then like the matte swoosh 
on here. I don't know. I'm going to keep using this and I can't say this enough. Like with all my first impressions, I will report back on how this has been performing. I'm going to put it through some proverbial and literal paces, but so far with this tank, this is the only tank I've used on it. It's been nice. It does have a very sort of clicky, rounded, like ovally shaped fire button on there that is super clicky. I just like the click I get from it. It feels feels nice and clicky. It fits nice in my palm. Like the more that I use it, it just it feels nice in my hand. It's a small small dual 18650 device. I mean, comparing it to something like the Minikin, which is also dual 18650s, it's roughly the same width and like half of the length of it. Like the Minikin is much bigger than this. I like having a, a small package. Okay, well, that's what she said. I like having two batteries in a smaller package. Maybe that's how I should have said it. But yeah, so far, so far it's been good. I haven't been able to really test the limitations of this as I've only had it a couple of days. See, let's see what it goes up to. I'm guessing it's going to go, okay, 200 watts, which means it's not really going to be a two, a true 200 watts. They could have easily done like a 150 on this and I would have been perfectly happy because honestly, I'm not going above 100 watts really ever really ever there's on some rare occasions where i'll put a really low build on a dna 200 and i'll rock it at like 112 or 115 but that's the highest that's like literally the highest i've ever gone on a regulated mod so let's get this wattage back down and uh yeah ipv 400 interesting it's a little interesting little device and i'm, I'm actually excited to uh to spend more time with it put some tanks on here put some drippers on here and just you know see how it goes So I got two tanks from the same company, from VaporTech, okay? And I'm going to need to look at my notes on this because I always forget the name of these tanks. Uh, where are you, first impressions? So the first one is the Flip Tank. And I was confused as to why they called it the Flip Tank. Pardon me, good lord. I was confused. Okay, I'm going to burp again, so I might as well just let it happen. I know what will solve that. More beer. So I was confused as to why they called this the Flip Tank. It's, it's a sub-ohm tank, okay? That's all it is. It's a sub-ohm tank with those ceramic coil heads. I didn't have high hopes for this tank because I don't really have high hopes for any sub-ohm tank because I've tried at least a bajillion sub-ohm tanks and they're all relatively the same. I mean, come on. If we're being honest here, they're all relatively the same, right? Sometimes the coil heads are a little bit more reliable. Sometimes you get a little bit better flavor. Sometimes the airflow is a little bit different, but I didn't have high hopes for this. In fact, I wanted to try their other tank first, but I opened this one first and I was like, hey, let's try out that flip tank. So I filled it up with uh, Cardamator Crush, which is just one of my favorite juices. It's a strawberry pink champagne and it's just a juice I haven't vaped in a really long time because as much as I vape it, I kind of get really sick of it really quickly. And I know I don't I'm trying not to say anything bad about my own juice line, but it's a very delicious flavor that I personally get sick of really quickly. I put it in this tank and it was kind of like tasting it for the first time. The flavor on this flip tank is great. It is good. I mean, it is top-notch flavor. The airflow's nice. It's fine. 
It's a little bit turbulent, but the flavor, huh, the flavor on this flip tank is shockingly good. I have it set to 60 watts. It is a 0.3 ohm coil. Clouds, flavorful, flavorful clouds. The flavor on it is so, so good. And I have a feeling that's because I closed off the top airflow. So let's open up that top airflow. Why is it getting so spitty all of a sudden? I'm guessing it's because there is some juice condensation. So if you're ever vaping a sub ohm tank and it starts getting a little bit spitty on you or feeling a little bit gurgly, pop off the drip tip and just take a paper towel and do one of these jobbers because yeah, look at that. Chances are there's some juice that has been condensing or condensation in there in between your drip tip. Yeah, totally gone now, totally gone. The flavor on this tank is just unbelievable. And I was confused, like, why are they calling it the flip tank? I mean, I get it. It's kind of a catchy name. It's got a bottom fill system that you twist, okay? You're not going to be able to see this, but there's like a kidney-shaped hole right here. And in order to fill it, you have to flip it upside down. And then you twist this little part right here. Boom. And then you can fill your juice right there. And then you close it like this. Boom. And then you flip it back right side up. Flip tank, now it all makes sense. But this tank is full, I have no need to fill it. That filling system is actually really nice. There's silicone on either side of the opening so that it will kind of squeegee off the juice. So you can flip it upside down. You can twist this to fill it. You go bleh, you fill your juice in there. You twist it again and it kind of squeegees up the juice that may have like leaked out or gotten speckles somewhere else. It's a really easy tank to fill and the flavor on it is just fantastic. I'll have a link down in the description. This comes from, where did this come from? Vapor Tech. I found it on sale at Longhorn Vapor, so I'll be linking to them in the description. I'm gonna be talking about their other tank here in a second. Um, I've had some issues with the other tank, but we'll get there when we get there. Hot damn, that cardamator crush tastes so good in this tank. And these tanks, both of these tanks right here, use the same coil heads, which IMO is great because so far they have been really great coil heads. Let me set that down without falling it. So this, this is their other tank. This is the Arc Tank. Arc Tank. Arctic? Arc Tank. No, no. Arc Tank. From... I can't remember the name. Vapor Tech. I don't know why that's so hard to remember. But as you can see, it's kind of this sidecar style tank, right? So there's a sub-ohm tank over here, and then it has a whole other tank over here. This has a 9.5 mil capacity. You fill it through this little door that opens up on the side. Do you see this little dangly, hangy door? It's got like silicone on the inside. Fill your juice in there. Shut this up then you're full, then that's it. You kind of lean it like this and fill it up and go and you're good to go. So when I originally filled this, uh, I filled it unfortunately with a really bad juice. I got some juice that was supposed to taste like one of those red, white, and blue rocket pops and it just tasted like medicine. Like it tasted like I was sick and I needed medicine and I needed like cough syrup. That's what it tasted like. So here's the challenge as well is getting this part off of here because there's not 
There's not a lot to grip onto. Okay, I'm going to need my rubber needle nose pliers. There we go. There we go. So, bottom unscrews like a normal sub-ohm tank. Got a fresh brand new ceramic coil head in there. And then it also comes with this ring on the bottom. And I was trying to figure out what this ring is for. This ring is so that you can put the tank on your mod facing the correct way. And here's the bummer part is... What mod was I was putting it on that anarchist mod. Where did the, where did my anarchist mod go? My anarchist mod's right here. And it was scratching the top of my mod and leaving like these half circle scratches across the top. And I'm like, that sucks. I don't want that on my mod. So the idea is you're supposed to screw this down until it's tight enough. You back it off. I'll, I'll, I'll Let me just fill the tank and then we'll do it. You back it off until it's over your mod like this. I mean, that's ideally how you want it, right? And then you use this little adjustment ring, this little knurled nubbin adjustment ring to like secure it to your mod. It's interesting. I don't like the way that it fits on a couple of the mods I've tried it on. I don't want to put it on my M17. That was my original plan was to put it on my M17 because I'm like, dude, that would look so cool. Like Hemo mod with the big nine mil tank, I'd be good to go for a while. It started scratching that anarchist, you know, DNA 200 mod, and I'm like, nope, I'm definitely not putting that on a nice hemo mod. So let me fill up this tank, and then we'll put it on a mod, and we'll vape it. So now the tank's not full. I just primed the coil and put it in there, but you can kind of see how it sits on the mod, right? It's like this big sidecar that's hanging off, but the way that you want it to be on your mod is like this, right? You want you want it sitting on the mod so that the tank is kind of pointing in the same direction as your mod. The problem is if you back it off like this and press it on here and get it lined up, then the tank just wobbles. If you get it tight on there like any other normal tank, then the sidecar is gonna kinda hang off the side. So what you're supposed to do is screw it down, back it off however much it needs. It's never more than like a quarter turn. And then you're supposed to use this, you're supposed to use this little ring to secure it down onto your mod. And sometimes, like right now, this ring is too difficult to, to spin. So let's try this again. Let's put it on the mod, screw it down, come on, onto the mod like this. And it's gonna go all the way down. It's gonna stop there. So I'm gonna back it up so that it's centered on the mod. And then I'm gonna turn this little ring down and I wonder if I could uh, get some pliers or something and 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 get this where it needs to be. Okay, well, it's kind of sitting in the correct position right now. So it's not turning; it's actually lined up with the mod. Maybe that little ring does its job. Is it going to read the resistance? Yeah, it's reading the resistance. All right, cool. So I'm going to pop this door open. Uh, I'm putting white gummy in here, that uh, that white gummy flavor from Moku, 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 Moku white gummy. Anyway, I'll put a link down in the description. It's a delicious flavor. So there's a big hole right here. So I'm just going to start pumping juice in here. Like I said, this is, they say it's nine and a half mils. I'm going to fill this tank all the way up. I'm actually going to flip it upside down like the flip tank. Okay. Well, I have a little cleanup to do. I got a little carried away with my juice filling. 
Got to get a little carried away. No big deal. No big deal. Let's swing this door shut. Make sure that door stays shut. And boom, look at that. We have a full, full, full arc tank on here. So this is 0.5 ohms. So I'm going to turn this way down for now. I'm just going to turn it way down until I can get the juice feeding in there properly. I'm going to turn it down to 40 watts. Okay, now it's time to turn the wattage up a little bit. You just want to, I always, on any sub-ohm tank ever, I turn the wattage way down. I prime the coils and I turn the wattage way down and I take two to three long drags to get the juice kind of flowing in there before I turn the wattage back up. So let's go up to like, I don't know, 50 watts. Wait for nine, 50. Perfect, stopped it right on the nose. Good. Let's go up to 55 watts. The flavor on this is great. This white gummy tastes freaking delicious in these coil heads. I don't know what they're doing with these coil heads, but oh man, they, t <laughs> they taste really good. So 55 watts, that's what we ended up at. It's giving me 5.5 volts on a 0.49 ohm coil head. I was able to adjust this into place. And really, you're not going to take this back off your mod. Oops. Oh, come on. Where's this juice coming from? I have mystery juice. I hate mystery juice on tanks. That's not acceptable. Oh god, there's mystery juice everywhere. God, I have to wash my hands now. Okay, hands have been washed. Mod has been cleaned. I have no more mystery juice. I don't know what that could have been from. It could have been from my overpour when I was filling up the juice. It doesn't seem to be leaking anywhere. I haven't had any, you know, leaking or gurgling issues with these coil heads. 9 mil tank, man. I think it looks honestly kind of cool on there, like this big sidecar full of juice. It's just a big full chamber of juice, 9 mils. You could vape this on a road trip. It would last you, you know, for miles and miles and miles and hundreds of miles. I took a 9 mil tank, that old huge tank from Kidney Puncher that uses the Aspire Atlantis coil heads that was a 9 mil tank that was a 10 mil tank. I used it from here to Phoenix, Arizona for Vapor, uh, whatever, the Vapor Dynasty Expo. Great. Lasted me the whole way. Nine mils on a road trip. It's great. You might have to fill up one time, but you definitely won't go through 18 mils on one road trip. Nine mils uh, for me is just fine on a road trip. And I like it. I think it looks cool. And uh, obviously, like with all my first impressions, I'm going to report back after I've used it for a while, after I've put it through its paces to see how it's scratching mods or anything. I don't really want it to scratch up this minikin. It seems to be sitting on there pretty firmly. I wish I had bigger pliers. It seems to be sitting, I don't know. It seems to be sitting on there pretty firmly, so we'll see how it goes. Oh, that's where the juice is coming from. It's the door. The door doesn't quite sit on there. There's tiny little leaks coming from the door. Okay, well, this is why we do first impressions and follow-ups, because there's tiny, tiny leaks coming from the door. In fact, I have another juice spot over here. It's not on my hands. It's not, oh, it's on the button. It's from my thumb. 
Okay. Interesting. Well, this is part of the science of vaping, right? Figuring out where these freaking leaks are coming from. But same coil heads that's in the flip tank. They're great coil heads. They taste freaking delicious. I'm a little bit skeptical of this arc tank, but the flip tank has kind of won me over already. I'm really interested to see how long these coil heads last, how much juice I can actually put through them. All right, good stuff. Moving forward, what other first impressions do I have to do? Oh, that's right, that stabilized wood mod. Let me open up this link and we'll talk about this little stabilized wood mod. This is the Sylvan USA or Sylvanusa. <laughs> I'm not really sure. I like calling it the Sylvan USA. Now, this is it. This actually is an expensive stabilized wood mod. I didn't think it was, but what I'm going to do is link in the description to the Asmodus website where they have stabilized wood mod section. Um, these are all unique, I believe, one-of-a-kind grain on here, and they're in all different colors. It's like when you go to the Axis Vape site and you see all the different woods and finishes and acrylics and blah, 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 and this, that, and the other. These are mostly in stock. Um, there's a couple that are out of stock. There's a couple really cool green ones. This one, I really like the way it looks. Oh, I really like the way you look, buddy. Anyway, these retail for $219.95. So yeah, real hemostatus stabilized wood mod. It is readily available though. There's no sit on a waiting list and then get a raffle ticket to enter the Facebook contest to possibly win the chance to get in line to buy a mod. No, you just go to Asmodist and you follow the link in the description to the stabilized wood section. There is a whole mess of stabilized wood and, uh, yeah, there you go. They're all for sale. Now this does, like I said, 75 watts. It does temp control, one, two, three. Let's go through the menu. Yeah, you can Mac watt, nichrome, stainless steel. So we'll go back to wattage mode. The, the menu so far has been really easy to navigate. Like I said, I bumped my microphone again because of this, because of that pop filter on there. Uh, Nautilus Mini, 12 watts on a single 18650 just lasts you a good long time. It lasted me all day at Disneyland. We were at Disneyland from 7.30 a.m. until 11.30 p.m. This one tank and a single 18650. I was using the cool fire. I wasn't using this. I'm bringing this next time. I was using the cool fire. This tank, great. It was just great. It lasted me all day long. I like the buttons on here. I like the display on here. I like that it shows you your battery percentage on here. It does have a USB. I'm not sure if that's for charging or for uh, updating the firmware of the chip on the inside. If it's for charging, that would be great because honestly, taking the battery in and out via this little screw thing on the bottom is honestly kind of annoying. I like fast battery in and out. Fast battery in and out. You just go pop and you pop the battery out, new battery, close it. This, you get in here with your fingers and you unscrew this thing and you unscrew it and you go, okay, still unscrewing and you unscrew it and you do this thing and then it comes out and then you got your battery. Then you put a new battery in there and you go, okay, put the positive side in there, battery, line this up right with the threads, screw it down with your fingers at first until it gets too tight and then you kind of get in there with your fingernails and you go down the rest of the way. That's too long. If I could just plug this on a charger, forget about it for an hour, come back and have it be charged, that would be fantastic. As it stands, my battery's at 40%. 
sure. I've been using this for over a day now <laughs> on this same battery, and it's still at 40%, which is, uh, you know what? It's great. I'm excited about this mod. It is $219, okay? I'm going to do a follow-up soon. I don't want all these to go out of stock before I can do a review. So I'm going to do a review soon for this so that uh, I can put it through its ins and outs. I've been using it already a lot, quite a bit. And uh, clicky buttons and stabilized wood, I mean, that's how you win me over with a mod, right? Right? So I believe I have one last mod to do a review for, or a review for, a first impressions for. And this is another mod from Asmodus. They've been randomly releasing mods that I wasn't, that I didn't know about. So this is called the Omsium. Dumb name. Look, any modder or vendor out there, if you need help naming a mod, just shoot me an email. I got like a thousand cool names for mods just up here in the hopper. And I don't even want any money for it. I'll just name your mod. And you can just say named by Grim Green, and then that's it. I don't want any money. I don't even want a mod necessarily. I just want to live in a world where mods and atomizers have cool names. Not like Omsium. Omsmium. Omsmium. This is the Omsmium from Asmodus. This is a heavy <laughs> heavy mod. I have a feeling this is all stainless steel. I have a feeling everything involved in this mod is stainless steel because the weight of it without a battery is heavier than the Minikin. It's heavier than this IPv400. It's not quite as heavy as a Relo, but it is close. It is close in weight to the Relo RX200. In fact, if I put a battery in this, which there is no battery in this because it's got this annoying thing that you have to do. When I get a battery in this, it's going to weigh the exact same as a Relo RX200. This is a heavy, ugh, heavy, heavy, heavy device. And it's weird because it's so heavy. It's just a single 18650, but it's so heavy. It's just so heavy. It's got the same exact display as that Stabwood mod. Wattage, one, two, three. Yep, you can go mech, watt, stainless steel, uh, nickel, titanium, back to wattage. We're going to leave it at wattage. What do I put on here? Let's put this on here. Let's put that flip tank on here. Flip tank for days. Great. 50 watts, flip tank. The flavor is so good that I'm knocking into my, ah, I'm knocking into my zoom mic again. But yeah, it's got the same clicky button. It's got the same clicky up-down buttons. The thing, yes, with a tank and with a battery, it's the same as a Relo with three 18650s and a 25 millimeter tank on top, exact same weight for just this little guy, just this little one thing. It's so freaking heavy, I, I couldn't believe it. I took it out of the box. I picked up this box and I'm like, what is this? Like a double 26650 box with the batteries included? No, it was a batteryless single 18650 device it's just really heavy and weighty and the only reason i'm making so many comments about the weightiness of it is in a single 18650 mod what i look for is weight because i'm going to if i'm going to be taking this guy to disneyland with me this thing weighs nothing this is like air i can throw this in my pocket and not have to feel it like swaying around or jostling around or trying to pull my pants down every time i take a freaking step with this 
yeah, you will be worried about that. You will feel this in your pocket. And that might be good for some people, a little bit, a little sense of security, maybe so you know what's going on, where your mod is. For me, I want a lightweight single 18650 mod. As it stands, this is really freaking heavy. Now, they make this, it just says 80 watt TC box mod, 64 bucks. They make a stab wood version of this, stabilized wood version of this, that is 249. They make a stab wood Damascus steel version of this, single 18650, 80 watt device, 599 for Damascus steel and stabilized wood, 599. Wow, vape budget hands, hi. Welcome to using your vape budget hands. That is expensive. I think if I was forced at gunpoint to buy one of these, I would just go, okay, I'll take the really heavy $64 stainless steel one because it's really heavy and it's only $64. So like with all of my first impressions, I'm going to spend a lot more time with this. Before I talk about it in a full, full, full review, but I don't know. You never know. It might grow on me. I might find some reason to enjoy this. Like... I can use it as a free weight when I'm here at my desk and, you know, I should be at the gym. I can be like, look at me. I'm doing bicep curls. I'm getting my swole on. Gains, bro. Gains. But yeah, I'm going to spend a lot more time with this before I do a full review for it. But uh, I think we're going to wrap up this first impression segment. Let me look and see in case I missed anything, which I did not. But uh, yeah. So we're going to wrap this up. We're going to go from first impressions. I'm going to have some more beer. We're going to go right into retro vaping. (laughs) All right. So what we're going to be retro vaping today is... Something I dug out. So I made a a very hard effort. I don't. I can't even think of another word to say there. I made a very calculated effort, I guess, to go through all of my old vape stuff, which is an all-day-long fucking process. It's this thing. I could open the Smithsonian of ancient vaping equipment, stuff that nobody would ever want to use ever again. And I was looking for stuff that I could throw into the retro vaping segment, and I found a few couple things. And the first thing I dug, I think I dug out was this guy. So I reviewed this back in, what is the date on this original video? What's the date on this original video? Where's the description to this video? (laughs) Okay, October 20th, 2013. I reviewed this October 20th, 2013, so almost three years ago. And once upon a time, the term hybrid, when you were talking about a mech mod, meant that the atomizer was directly connected to the mod itself. So this is basically the precursor to the Kennedy Vapor Ruby mod. The Ruby mod is an atomizer mod all in one. There's no separation at all between the atomizer and the mod. It's just one thing. That's exactly what this is. This is the Vicious Ant Valkyrie. And I used to love, love this thing. And I had this before I built for like lung inhales. And you can you can lung inhale the hell out of this. It's a restricted lung hit, but you can still lung inhale it. And I remember what I used to do was turn the airflow all the way down and attempt to mouth to lung this for some reason. And 
I don't know why I was doing that. I was in mouth to lung phase and I could not get on board with like clouds bro clouds. Now that I have this and I'm where I'm at right now in my vaping life, I opened up the airflow all the way and I rebuilt this today with cotton and 26 gauge nichrome, I believe. Now, this is a 22 millimeter mod. It holds a single 18650 on the inside and the tolerances are unbelievably tight. Like when you drop this battery in here, it just glides down on like a cushion of air because the tolerances are just so tight. The switch itself has contacts that hit on the inside, so there's no contact hitting your battery. It's sitting on a little spring-loaded contact, and then the contact on the inside is what hits your battery. It's got a locking mechanism here on the bottom so you can set it down and not fire it, and then you twist it to unlock it. When I got this out of the box that it was in, it still had the original build in it that I was using when I shot this video. It had a three year old build in it. I think it was 28 gauge Canthal with that peaches and cream or sugar and cream uh, organic yarn. I was using yarn to wick things. So I tried to vape it just for nostalgia purposes and Trust me when I say that it was pretty bad. So I used my, oh, my oh-so-modern building, uh, you know, skills that I've learned over the years, and I put a quick 26-gauge nichrome 6-wrap on here, and I wicked it with some of the new cotton bacon version 2. As you can see, yes, it is, it is vaping, and it's exploding with vapor. So what I'm going to do... Put this on, put this all on. This is the same exact same drip tip that I used in that old video, which I'll be linking to down in the description. I don't know if you take advantage of this, but every time I do a retro vaping, I link to my original review of it, and you kind of go back and you go, ha ha, we have really come a long way since then. So I got some, uh, what juice is this? This is five ponds. Castle Long. This is the Five Ponds Castle Long. Great, delicious flavor, and I'm going to be retro vaping it out of this Valkyrie. I'm using the Cali Claw technique. I think in the video I was using the Pinky technique, but we've updated now in 2016. We're using the Cali Claw technique. Sort of retro clouds, bro clouds. They're not as dense as you can get these days. And I think it's because this juice isn't a drippy juice. This is like a 50-50 PGVG juice. But it's not bad. The flavor on this is actually incredible. The flavor on this is incredible. I'm just going to say it. The Diameter of it is 22 millimeters, like I was saying earlier, but the inner diameter of the actual deck of the atomizer is like 19 millimeters. It's like the old fatty. Do you remember the old fatty RDA that used to be just, oh, my favorite thing? It's just this tiny, tiny little deck, just the little tiniest little deck. And then when you put this on here, yeah, it expands out to like, you know, 22 millimeters around in diameter. It feels nice. It's it's like this contoury sort of sexy shape to it. I remember seeing this online and just oogling it and just being so taken back by how beautiful this mod was. And these were expensive mods. In fact, I bumped my microphone again. 
I did some Google Foo and I found my vapor store. Oh no, it's out of stock. Shit, I thought it was in stock. Well, my vapor store still has listed on their site anyway the stainless steel Valkyrie by Vicious Ant, 150 bucks, which, you know, that's actually not too bad for this device. 150 bucks. Now, if you want to go back in time and do some retro vaping, you'll probably have to find a clone of one of these. I don't know how well they're made. I know that the authentic is very cool. That super small chamber, remember I was talking about small chambers, little 19 millimeter deck, little small reduced chamber in there. I mean, your chamber is only this tiny little part up here, not the not this bullety looking drip tip. Tiny little part up here. So the flavor, wow, this Castle Long tastes amazing in this. Yeah, it's good. So yeah, that's the Vicious Ant. I actually, when I pulled this out, I actually went and watched my whole review for the Vicious Ant. And I'm looking at, I'm just, you know, you cringe at yourself. You cringe at yourself. I'm sure seven years from now, uh, you know, when, uh, you know, vaping is allowed and safe and legal and accessible. And whoops, it's auto firing in my hand because I was holding the button down. I keep bumping my microphone. Seven years from now, when we're all vaping on something else and ridiculous shit, I'm going to look back on these vlogs and be like, oh my god, what are you doing? Why are you drinking stone beer? Why are you vaping that DNA 200? Oh my god, it's so cringy. It's so outdated. But yeah, you know what? I was learning along with everybody else. I started vaping back in 2009 when rebuilding an atomizer was an unheard of thing. And now we're all building atomizers. And I feel like I progressed, you know, with the community as we all started learning these new things. And, oh, now we have to know about Ohm's Law. And, oh, now we have to know about amp limits. Going back and looking at this vicious ant, I wasn't thinking about, like, amp limits or Ohm's Law or anything. I was vaping a 0.7, a 0.7 ohm build. And I was like, oh, this is really low. It's a sub-ohm build. It's like mm, 0.7 ohms. And I just look back at those videos and I cringe a little bit. But, yep, Vicious Ant, Valkyrie. I'm going to keep this around maybe for another day or two and get some more nice, flavorful Castle Long Reserve vapes out of it. Interesting. It's always interesting to go back and retro vape some stuff. So, now that we're now that we're past that, now that we've done the retro vaping segment, what I'm going to do real quick before we announce giveaway winners, before we get to my favorite comments of the week, we are going to do a review for a thing that never got a review. Reviews for things that never got reviews. All right. So, we're going to review something that never got a review, and this is a mod I don't remember exactly where I got it. I think I might have got it at Vapor Slam this year, the one that was in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, Vapor Slam, does that make sense? Anyway, at that event, I believe it was Vapor Slam, I met a guy named Chris and he handed me off a mod and he didn't say review it or do anything, he just said just use it and let me know what you think of it and blah blah blah, this, that and the other. Anyway, I have to apologize to Chris because there was some miscommunication and when he was messaging me on Facebook, I thought he was a completely different person talking about a completely different mod. And I'm like, oh yeah, well there's this, this, and this issue with it, and this, this, and this issue with it. And he's like, really? 
that's weird. He's like, can you send me a picture of blah, 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 or what's happening? Or maybe we can get on Skype and you can explain to me what's going on. And I was like, you know, I'll, I'll do, I, ha- I apologize that it hasn't been on video. I've been using it. I'm going to do a review for a thing that never got reviewed for it. And I apologize and this, that, and the other. And up until today, I thought I was messaging somebody else. And so I finally asked him, do you have a website? And He's like, yeah, it's monstermods.com or monstermods.net. So I clicked over to monstermods.net and I see the graphics and I instantly know that for the last month I have been talking to the wrong person, to someone who I thought was somebody else because that's how much of a dick I am. So I apologize and I said, well, here's how much of a dick I am. I had you confused with someone else. Fuck me. I apologize. I'm glad I realized this before I shoot the vlog. Don't worry. Uh, I'm, I'm no wonder you were so confused. Yeah. And rightfully so. I'm like, oh yeah, the finish on it and the potentiometer there's bubbling. And you know, I was, he was so confused and Chris, I apologize. You were confused, but the mod that I should have been talking about with Chris is this mod right here. So this is Monster Mods, and this is their pulse width modulation box, and I don't think they call it anything special. They just call it the OKL 110 watt box mod, and this is the black one. And like the name suggests, whoops, that's not where the door is. It's a dual 18650 OKL 110 watt box mod and I have the this is an atomizer I've never talked about it never got a first impressions just arrived at a weird time where it never got a first impressions but this is the uh, mutation X version 5 XL it's their 24 millimeter atomizer it's really fucking weird I'm probably gonna have a review for it very soon because I've been using it but it's just it's one of those things uh, it just came oddly timed like when I was on vacation and just never made it into a first impression so all you're gonna get is a final review but I've been using that on this monster box mods the OKL 110 watt box mod this is a point I don't want to check it. I believe it was a 0.45. No, no, I am way wrong. I am way wrong because the coils I put on here were this guy's coils. And I forgot to give this guy a shout out. GM Coils. GM Coils out of Canada. He sells coils in these little packs. And I threw a couple of his coils on here. God, I am just forgetting everything today. Yeah. Mr. GM Coils, okay? You can follow him at GM underscore coils on Instagram. His name is Giovanni Marino. He makes all sorts of coils out of Canada. You can like, you can get 26 gauge with 38 gauge Nichrome 80.2 ohm dual coil, six wraps on a three millimeter. He has all sorts of Claptons and Aliens and uh, nickel builds. He does a spaced uh, 0.08 single coil, 28 gauge plus 30 gauge niachrome or nickel uh, Clapton wire for temperature control. Um, on the back, he wrote me a note that says, "Hey Nick, I hope you enjoy the coils. Please be sure to check out for hot spots on uh, at 30 watts for the series fused Claptons. Otherwise." Uh, checking for hot spots on the noisy cricket will fuse the wire and it may pop. Anyway, rock on, vape on. Absolutely. Thank you, Giovanni. I apologize. I should have included this in the shout outs, but Giovanni over there at GM Coils, that's GM underscore coils on Instagram, makes great coils. They are reasonably priced. I have a set of his aliens in here and they come in these cool little, like, uh, you know, <coughs> 
God, what's with the sneezes today, Nick? It comes in these cool, like, you know, uh, science-y looking beaker things. And I don't know. They're just, they're just cool. Thank you. He hooked me up with a bunch of coils. I mean, just a whole mess of coils. I'm going to be paying a bunch of these forward. I'm going to put these into giveaways. Uh, so you can thank Giovanni over there at GM Coils for a future giveaway. But anyway, this is a PWM box. This build on here was a .25. I have it set to something. It's giving me 4.4 volts. And this is, I believe to be, the same box that the Titan is made out of. In fact, if you go to monstermods.net and you click on unregulated box mods, they have unregulated parallel box mods for $110 and after using this, now this is the PWM one, so I haven't used the parallel box, but looking at it, knowing what this box feels like, knowing what button they use, this is as close to a Titan as you can possibly get without being a Titan. Now, they only use three magnets on the inside for some reason. On the door, one, two, three, three magnets. There's no magnet over here, so the door doesn't snap on as hard as it does with a Titan. And they, they mill out the door on the Titan so the 510 can sit flush. The 510 on here is a touch elevated. It's like a millimeter elevated. So even when I put this 24 millimeter atomizer on here, I can see the 510, boop, and then the atomizer, and it comes up and it's just a little bit elevated. And the button, it's not a MyTech button. It looks like a MyTech button, but it is not a MyTech button. It's actually a little bit on the squishy side, which is weird. But anyway, I'm vaping this uh, with Meisty Vapes juice called Superman is No Here. Sure, it's called Superman is No Here, and it is their, uh, you know, breakfast cereal flavor that truly and honestly, it didn't blow me away. It's not great. I mean, I'm going to vape it, but it's it's not fantastic. It's not great. It's okay. It's good. It's fine. It's fine. On a scale of 1 to 10, it's a solid 5 of cereal flavors. Anyway, let's finally vape this thing, Nick. Plenty, plenty of power. No misfires. It'll show you your voltage on the outside there. I'm getting 4.38 volts on here. The potentiometer is on the inside. So instead of being on the outside like a lot of box mods, it's on the inside. And I still use a tiny, tiny little screwdriver right here on this potentiometer. Turn it all the way up or all the way down or all the way up or all the way down. You can get in there with your fingers. It's no big deal. You can twist it all the way up, all the way down, all the way up, all the way down. I just like to use a potential or a, uh, a little screwdriver because it just gets in there so nice. It just rotates around so well. Now I need to set it back where it was. Yeah, okay. That's eh, that's basically where it was. Now there's not a lot to say bad about this mod. The door isn't fantastic. It, it's got a little bit of play up and down. It doesn't snap on with the authority that I would like a door to snap on with. The button they use isn't a MyTech switch and it isn't clicky. It is a squishy button. But with that said, it is very accurate and it fires every single time I press it. 
plenty of power. Dual 18650 gives me plenty of battery life as well. It's easy to adjust to taste. I love adjusting to taste. I know this drives people crazy, but it's one of the reasons I love the Hexome. It's why I like the Zurich box. It's why I like this box. You just adjust it to taste. You know your resistance. You turn it to, you know, I turn it to the lowest setting. I take it to, no, it's no good. I turn it up a little bit. No, turn it up a little bit. Perfect. Just leave it there. I don't know what wattage it is. It tells me what voltage it is, but it doesn't tell me what wattage it is. I just adjust it to taste and then, and then I just vape it. That's how I like to vape. Maybe it's because I'm old school, but adjusting to taste has always been like my preferred way to vape. This Mutation X version 5XL after three toots like that is incredibly hot. That is hot. That is too hot. Why is that so hot? It's only 4.4 volts on a 0.2 ohm. Okay, I'm going to turn this down. Maybe it's giving me too much power. Hot. This atomizer is scorching me and it's spitting back juice into my mouth like you can't imagine. Wow, that's hot. That is too hot to hold. Wow, Mutation X version 5 XL. You are very hot. Okay, let's try the goon on here. Let's just try the goon on here just because I have a feeling it's going to work much better than that Mutation X. Good. Nice. It's firing. Hard-hitting PWM box. It's not a PWM box. I don't know why I keep saying PWM box. It's an OKL. Is it OKL? The OKL 2... 110 watt chip pulse width modulation? I don't think so because it doesn't feel like I'm vaping a panic attack and I don't hear a buzzing sound when I hit it. Do I have this turned the wrong? This is, I'm just surprised because it's hitting so hard. It's just, it's just hitting really hard and I'm surprised. It's just hitting intensely hard right now. I don't know why this is hitting so hard it's just it's just hitting really hard anyway these boxes run about 160 bucks he did give me a coupon code he said you can use the code of grim army there you go uh, all month long use the code grim army to get 25 <coughs> wow wow hi beer nice to meet you said you can use the code grim army for 25 box 25 bucks off any box mod good through the whole month of July. That means that it takes the pulse width, pulse width, it takes the unregulated box down under a hundred bucks. You can get an unregulated box. What's 110? Here we go, math A. What's 110 minus 25, everybody? $85. That means you can get an unregulated series or parallel box for $85. As much as I've enjoyed using this OKL 10 110 watt regulated box, I would actually really, really like to try the parallel box. And for that price, shit, I might just buy one. I might just pick one up. You never know. They make it in this great blue color. And you know me, I like blue. It's like this light blue. And I think that would be cool. They also make it in purple. I think that would also be really cool. In fact, I might prefer the purple box over the blue box. I don't know. I've got some thinking to do. Anyway, they make good mods. These are project boxes that they mod out to be regulated and unregulated. You can get it in par parallel or series. They're reasonably priced and you use Grim Army 
this month and you can knock 25 bucks off the price. I don't get any kickbacks from that. I don't get any mooch, mooch. I don't get any Skrilla or Scratch in my pocket for that. It's just a nice thing that uh, Chris decided to do. So what I'm going to do, post the link in the description to monstermods.net where you can check them out if you are interested. But yeah, this one has been uh, this one has been really great. It, it just feels really nice. It reminds me of my Titan with a less clicky button and I don't know why, but this thing, 3.6 volts, it is just hitting like a champion. Just hard af. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So, yeah. That's going to wrap up reviews for things that never got reviewed. I have to end this blog because it's, this vlog because it's getting way too long. So, what I'm going to do is... Announce the giveaway winners uh, right now. That's what I'm going to do. Not going to cut away. We're just going to announce the giveaway winners. I'm going to head over to my email. There was a F ton. I mean, F ton of great, great dad jokes. That was the whole thing about this giveaway was dad jokes. Dad jokes. So I wanted people to email me dad jokes because dad jokes are funny. And I don't know why. I just, I find them funny from time to time. So... I'm going to go through all the ones that I had flagged, of which there were a lot, and I'm going to have to narrow it down because there were hundreds of entries, hundreds of entries, and I'm not going to be able to read all of these flagged ones, but what I'm going to do is go through some of my favorite flagged ones, and then we're going to, I'm going to pick my favorite of those to be the winner. Um, the first one I got, the first one I flagged was uh, vaping related. <coughs> and I thought it was pretty funny. And just so you guys know, there was a lot of repeats of these jokes. So I'm going with the first person that sent me the joke rather than like the 20th person that sent me this joke. Because other people sent me this joke, but he was the first one. And he said, hey, I gave away all my dead batteries today. Free of charge. <laughs> Get it? Free of charge? Anyway, you didn't win, John, but it was funny. Uh, if you guys don't remember John, he's the guy who him and his wife had uh, shower letter battles. They have those shower things that are letters. And then uh, his wife wrote, I love Grim Green more than you, bleh, on the shower. And uh, she won that contest. And, <laughs> and it's been up ever since. So absolutely john thank you for entering uh the second one i flagged let's see how funny this was um yeah this one's actually really funny you know he writes to me and says you know i stayed up all night wondering where the sun went then it dawned on me <laughs> come on oh that's funny ethan that's funny that i might, I might come back to that that one was a really good one uh leland leland wrote in and said since i'm dad since i'm a dad already i'll take a swing at some dad jokes He's the second one who sent me, I gave away all my dead batteries today, free of charge. I gotta say, Kylo Ren is my favorite Star Wars villain, hands down. Han! Han Solo! Hands down. That's funny. Uh, did you hear about the kidnapping at school? It's okay. He woke up. <laughs> That's amazing. Then he said, when I found out my toaster wasn't waterproof, I was shocked. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny. It could be the beer contributing to a lot of why this is funny. Um, you know what you call somebody with no... Do you, what do you call someone with no body and no nose? Nobody knows. 
Ah, oh, that's funny. That was uh, that was that was funny, Leland. Thank you, uh, Louis. Louis writes to me and says, uh, "Why is diarrhea hereditary?" <laughs> Because it runs in your genes. <laughs> oh, that is that is bad. Oh, you know what? My dad. My dad actually sent me a dad joke. Because my dad watches the vlog, evidently. Which I didn't... I mean, I, I knew he's caught some vlogs from time to time. But I didn't know he was an avid viewer of the vlog. So, hey, dad. Fist bumps right there. It's okay. You don't have to get up. Um, he sent me one. Let me get back to my t- <laughs> my dad. My dad sent, I still owe my, you're right, dad, I still owe you a t-shirt. Um, he sent me, he said, hey, Nick, this is a joke from your grandfather Green. Ready? This is a dad joke. This is a grandfather joke. This is a granddad joke. Why is it that the ocean roars? Why is it that the ocean roars? You would roar too if you had crabs on your bottom. <laughs> Ah, oh, that was hilarious. That was hilarious. Thank you. Thank you for that, Dad. So I'm just going to go through a couple more of these. Uh, Andrew wrote to me and said, Why did the can crusher quit his job? Hmm, why did the can crusher quit his job? Because it was soda pressing. Soda pressing. Okay, maybe that then maybe that one wasn't knocked out of the park. I thought it was pretty funny. What did the ohm say? What did the ohm, O-H-M, what did the ohm say to the new FDA regs? What did they say? Viva la resistance. I don't know. I thought that was pretty funny as well. Let's go through a couple more of these, some more ones that I had flagged. Um, I hate jokes about German sausages. They're the worst. (laughs) W-U-R-S-T. Get it? Worst? Anyway. Um, (laughs) Don't trust atoms. They make up everything. Oh, that's that's funny. Um, <clears throat> this is a great one too. This is all from the same person. He calls himself MP7, MP7 Probe. He didn't give me his real name. The son says to his dad, "Dad, can you put my shoes on?" And the dad says, "I don't think they'll fit me." That is that is truly that is truly a classic dad joke. Christina writes in and says, "What's the difference between a poorly dressed man on a tricycle and a well dressed man on a bicycle?" Ready? Attire. <laughs> Get it? Attire? No? All right. Eric writes in and says, Why didn't seagulls fly over the bay? Because if they did, they'd be bagels. <laughs> Get it? Sea, bay, bagels, bagels. It's a, it's a pun. It's a dad joke. Kurt writes in as well and says, Did you know how milk... <laughs> this one's funny. Did you know that milk is the fastest liquid on earth? Yeah, it's pasteurized before you even see it. Get it? Pasteurized? That's funny, Kurt. Well done. So many people. So, I mean, I'm, I can't sit here and read all you know 200 plus of these, but I'm going to try to read a couple of them because they're hilarious. Hey, Grim, did you hear about the Mexican train robber? He had locomotives. <laughs> Uh, Jason, that's good. That's good. Uh, do you know why pirates don't bathe before they walk the plank? They'll just wash up on shore. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. That to me is hilarious. Uh, Harry writes in and <clears throat> says, what's the best time to go to the dentist? Tooth hurdy. <laughs> Tooth hurdy. 
come on, 230. That's hilarious. This beer is really high alcohol. Maybe that's why these are so funny. Uh, uh, Chad wrote in uh, and said, how does Moses make his tea? Hebrews it. (laughs) Hebrews it. Oh, come on. That's hilarious. Let's get to this guy, Chris. Let me wrap this up. Here's a dad joke I've gotten with my wife twice, he says. First time we were grocery shopping, we were in the canned food aisle, and it went like this. Me. Uh Uh-oh. Her. What? Me. Points at cans. SpaghettiOs. (laughs) Come on. That's that's a classic dad joke. Uh Uh-oh. SpaghettiOs. That's like driving down the street when you see a truck with hay on it. You go, hey. Hay truck. No? Okay. Well... PJ writes in, dad joke number one, I've been making dad jokes for years, but my wife and I are expecting our first child and I've finally been making dad jokes while actually being a dad. When we were in the hospital, I got my wife a blanket. (laughs) What was awesome was they were kept in this machine that was specifically made to heat blankets. I laid the blanket over my wife and said, do you you think they keep these at womb temperature? (laughs) Get it? Womb temperature? I don't know. This is a great one. This is this is like if there was a second place to this, which there's not a second place to this, but if there was a second place to this, you would have got it. When does a joke become a dad joke? When the punchline becomes apparent. <laughs> oh, when the punchline becomes apparent. I literally, I flagged so many of these because I was reading all of these and just laughing my face off just laughing my face off let's wrap this up last one before i read the winner randall randall writes and says why did the coffee file a police report it got mugged (laughs) got mugged coffee in a mug okay okay enough of this let me get to the winner and the final winner is Chad. I laughed the hardest at this dad joke because I've never heard it before, and he was the first person to send it to me. He wasn't the only person to send it to me, but he was the first person to send it to me. His name is Chad. I'll be emailing you directly to get your address to send it over to VGod so you win this prize package. His joke was, how do you make holy water? You boil the hell out of it. <laughs> That's amazing. That's perfect. That's the perfect joke. Uh, have I ever told you guys my my favorite joke? And I actually stole this favorite joke from my hero, Penn Gillette from Penn & Teller. And he tells it all the time. And it took me forever to get it. Okay? And let me know in the comments below if you get this joke. How do you get down from an elephant? You don't get down from an elephant. You get down from a duck. Anybody? No? Is that funny to anybody? I think that's a hilarious joke. And let me know in the description if you... Uh, if you got it or not. But anyway, Chad, yes. Chad, Chad, you win the giveaway, and uh, I'll be uh, emailing you today to get all of your information. So let's wrap this up with my favorite comments of the week. So I got three favorite comments of the week and I asked all of my subscribers and if you would still continue to do this, if you see anything on any videos that could be comment of the week worthy, just screen capture it, send it over to me, nick at grimgreen.com. I might be able to use it. There's one that was sent to me this week that someone sent me whose name I don't remember, but thank you for sending this over to me. Um, he screen captured this and Jonathan left an email or left a comment on one of my videos. I don't remember which one, but he just said, Whenever you say this, that, or the other, it makes me want to slap you mid-sentence. Insert Batman slapping Robin meme meme. Okay. 
I don't know what that means. That You're not using that meme correctly. Um, that's one of my big pet peeves in the world, don't you know, is incorrect usage of memes. But seriously, you're not using that Batman and Robin meme correctly if you want to make a meme that says this, that, and the other, and then have Batman slap Robin. That's uh, that's not using the meme. Uh, that's not using the meme correctly. Uh, second one, vaping trucker. Now, I know this was just a typo, vaping trucker, but it was hilarious to me, and I don't know why. This was left on the Mason RDA video from last Tuesday, I believe. Vaping trucker wrote in and said, Nix was made be Segeli. <laughs> What? I know he write, meant to write Nix was made by Segeli, but you didn't apostrophe the S on Nix, so it just sounds like multiple Nix were made by Segeli, which makes it, I mean, even funnier, Vaping Trucker. Thank you for thank you for making me chuckle when I'm going through and uh, reading comments. Last comment of the week this week, Ollie Allen. He wrote in on the Mason. I think it was on the Mason. No, no, no. This was on... Uh, it doesn't really matter. It was on one of my vape videos very recently from this week. I think it was Mod Monday. Oli Allen wrote in and just said, fuck you and your shitty vape. Sure. Thanks, Oli. You seem like such a nice guy. I bet you have a lot of friends, don't you? Just fuck you and your shitty vape. Cool, man. Cool, bro. If that's how you, how you want to live your life, then by all means, go bananas. So what I'm going to do is I've come to the end of my vlog right now, and... I have to spend the next, you know, 18 hours of my life editing it and rendering it and uploading it to YouTube so that it's fresh and ready to go Thursday morning, early morning. Let me take a quick glance around the room and make sure I didn't miss anything. Yep, I think I got everything. So I'm going to wrap this vlog up. Thank you, everybody. Ooh, right in the middle of a burp. I feel like Rick. Thank you, everybody. Okay, there's another one. Come on. Thank you, everybody, for watching the vlog. Like I always say, the vlog is my baby. The vlog is my passion. Thank you so much for enjoying it as much as I enjoy doing it. And uh, as requested, another long vlog. So what I'm going to do is wrap this up. Remember, you got to fight for your vaping rights, everybody. I don't care if I sound like a broken record. I truly and honestly do not. We have to do something. You don't have to do everything, but you do have to do something. So what I'm going to do tonight is I'm going to get some food. I'm going to finish drinking this beer. I'm going to enjoy this weird arc tank, and uh, we're going to call it good. So... Thank you so much for joining me, everybody. And as always, yeah, even if it looks ridiculous, let's keep on vaping.